everyone, it's your girl Miranda, and welcome back to Marizona, Frequencia's first and only cannabis podcast. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. We're going to dive into all things cannabis, the good and the bad, the fun and the not so fun, and talk about some things that we're ready to change the stigma on. So thanks for coming and hanging out with me, and shout out to The Mint for sponsoring this episode. I'm super excited about today because I have my birth giver here with me <laughs> aka my mom that's my mom guys hey rihanna and everybody <laughs> this is my mom rihanna and so i was super excited to bring her on and show uh a mother's perspective on her child medicating with cannabis and recreational smoking cannabis and selling weed <laughs> see you like how i said cannabis for a while to take it nice but then when it comes down to selling it i say i sell weed <laughs> legally Yes, I do. Legally. I sell it legally. I work at a store. <laughs> I work for vaping. They know this. The fans know this. Oh. But hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got back from Vegas? Yes. Vegas was fun. Yeah? Lots of fun. Lots of fun? Lots of drinking. Did anyone smoke the marijuana's? Oh, well, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> because the last time I did, well, no. I don't, well, yeah, last time I did, it was not good. No? When's the last time you smoked? <laughs> Manuel's party. <laughs> oh, really? Last month. Oh, no way. Okay, guys. So That's a little a bit of backstory here. So again, <laughs> this is my mom. <laughs> um, and growing up, my mom, you know, wasn't a big fan of weed. She didn't no. partake in it. My my dad smoked. My nana smoked. And a lot of our family members partook. But my mom was never a big fan. And I always wondered why my mom never smoked. It just I, I always thought it was weird. But you just don't like the feeling of it. I don't like the not being in control. Not being in control. Yeah. So with, and it sounds weird because I think with drinking, you can get to that point as well. Yeah. But I feel like it's easier for me to get out of that. Like if I'm feeling like, oh, I drink a little too much, I can drink water. I can Mm -hmm. eat something. I feel like I can kind of bring myself back down. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why it's probably always been a little bit easier for me to do that versus smoking. Mm Because smoking, you're just kind of like, you're there with it. And that's just what it is until... It's not. It's, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, until it's gone, it yeah. It depends on the person, too, and, like, what yeah. you smoked and how you smoked it. Because, yeah. you know, at least you don't eat edibles. Because if you would have ate edible, you would have been... Oh, no, I did that, too, on Valentine's Day. You did? Oh, did. look. Oh, my God. I'm finding out so many new things. Mom's <laughs> actually over here secretly <laughs> well, medicating. Well, it's Deanne. <laughs> it, it's was Deanne. Deanne. it was Deanne. It was Deanne. It's Deanne. It was She's Deanne. over here like, don't blame me, Rhiannon. Watch, she's going to be in the comments like, you wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so edibles are out. Edibles She doesn't drink alcohol anymore, right? She can't. Oh. No, no, no. She's a uh, bad liver. Okay. So she had to switch yeah. from from drinking, so she smokes. And it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, but whatever good for wor- her. It works that's, for her. That's awesome. It, it actually works for her. So that's, you know, that's a really big improvement for her. So Yeah, because it's something that she can do recreationally and when she's in pain, too. I mean, she's exactly. a nana of, like, seven kids now. <laughs> yep. so. she's probably the, the grandbabies are coming out here. So yeah. that, that makes my heart happy because I yeah. didn't know that's why she stopped drinking. Yeah. She had to stop drinking. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, it's so it's, you know, it's a hard situation. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, she enjoys, you know, she smokes, she does, she has the edibles. Mm-hmm. And so edibles are way, I don't know, they're more intense though, I think. Yeah. When you um, ingest and digest cannabis, you're, it hits the body. Um, it's The bioavailability is much higher. Yeah. Your body receives the cannabis 80% more when you ingest it and digest it. Rather than when you smoke it, you get about, I want to say 50%, maybe less. When yeah. you inhale it, um, so when you ingest it and your body really breaks it down, you're feeling it for a couple of hours. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, last time we did, I just, yeah, it's not good. It's not for me. <laughs> I reminded myself why I don't do that. Like I also, every time I do this. Yeah, yeah, which is very, not very often, I think. I had not the greatest experience one New Year's smoking many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't for a really long time because I just could not get myself mm-hmm. out of feeling that way. So it was kind of like... And I did it just because everybody was doing it at the house. Old house yeah. on Granada. And I was like, oh, oh okay. When, yeah, when I was, like, younger. Yeah. Um, so how old were you when you actually first tried it yourself? I was probably young. Like, 16. Okay. Yeah. But and, I didn't, and, I didn't, and I didn't like that. You didn't I like didn't, it then? No. I didn't like the feeling then. Yeah. <laughs> so then I really didn't smoke a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And then your dad did. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just didn't because I just didn't care for the way it made me feel. I never, mm-hmm. like, really... Um, was able to, and I still, like, even to this day, I don't feel like I can. Like, I smoke, and it just doesn't affect me in the mm-hmm. right way. So, you know what I mean? It could also have been the last time I did it, I was also drinking heavily. And oh, I think, so you got it cross-faded. Yeah, whatever that is. The kids said the same thing, too. The other kids What do you there. mean, whatever that is? You know well, what cross-faded no, is? No, 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 no. Well, the kids say that and explained what it was, but I never really knew that because I never really heard anybody say that. Oh, until, really? Yeah, no, I feel like it's a younger generational thing. No. Oh. I, I feel like I've heard dad say it before. That's why I feel like I knew you knew the term. Yeah. No. Crossfade, no. you just have so, a little bit of both and la So it wasn't good. So I reminded myself about why I don't. Yeah. But um, but no judgment to anybody else. No, you know what I mean? of course. Like, I mean, everybody likes, they have their vices. And yeah. for me, I think it's, I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit more chill mm-hmm. <laughs> if I just drink. Yeah. <laughs> so with the edibles that you had, what kind were they? It was a cherry. I don't know much more than that. It was a cherry. <laughs> Dan said, you want a bite? I said, sure. Oh, my God. Okay, but you, um, you've you used CBD before, right? Um, I did. Like CBD I, vape, I think I got you. you. Yeah, but that one didn't have any. No. It, it, was, all, it was all CBD. Oh, CBD. Yeah, yeah it, it had was no, all CBD. It had no THC. How did you like that? That was cool. Yeah. Because actually, I was having, I was having a lot of trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so it actually helped me. And then... I had Thea try it, and mm-hmm. she thought she was like, "No, there has to be, there has to be THC in it." And then I text you, and you were like, "No, it's not. It's so anyways, not. It's, it was. It's completely. There's <laughs> tested. There's no THC in there." She probably got some relief that she didn't expect to get, and yeah, was like, "Whoa!" I, mean, I think she there thought has to be THC in it. No, because but it, it worked. It was really good because I was had a lot of anxiety at that point, and like it just helped me to like, and it wasn't like all day thing. It was just like when I was going to sleep at night. You know, a few, and then I just would lay down, and I felt like it helped me to like relax. Yeah. So that was cool. That one, that I would definitely recommend as far as like for a person who doesn't want to smoke but mm-hmm. wants to have some relief from maybe if they're having issues sleeping or if yeah. they're having some like anxiety or you know what I mean or insomnia. I really feel like that did do like wonders to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the smoking, it was better because I think you had given me like the droplets. Oh yeah, tincture. The t- yeah, and I don't think that that necessarily worked as well as the the little vape the vape thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's also like a mental thing too because with tinctures, um, you don't really notice them as much unless you, the the dosaging is very high. Okay. If you take a lot, you're gonna notice it and you feel it within 15 minutes. But like when you inhale something, there's also that mental effect too where you're like, okay, you just kind of like relief. Yeah. Well, probably taking the deep breath, too, helps. <laughs> yeah. Because it's almost like it's relaxing. That. You know what I mean? It's also that. I feel like it could be a both. You yeah. know what I mean? And, but to your point, that mental, in your mind, that whole, like, okay, I'm going to get some relief, mm-hmm. to your point, you know, might also help that, too. Yeah. That's why I, 
like we were saying earlier, I think that's part of the why, for social reasons, I think that's why I picked up smoking something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also for that like mental relaxation that I picked up from my nana Laura with her smoking cigarettes. I, I would always ask her, I'm like, why are you smoking? And she just, it calms me down, it chills me out. And I totally picked that up too. Like mm-hmm. the inhalation, the deep breath, and just kind of like the, the romance of it all. It just, it's really relaxing to me. And it kind of helps me just focus for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So when you found out I was smoking weed, how did you feel? I was not real happy about it at first. You know that. But I know it's it Did was, you um did you think I was smoking weed before I even came and told you? I don't even remember no. actually telling you, like, hey, I smoke weed. I think it was kind of just like, oh, you smoke weed now. <laughs> it, well, the whole thing is it was just like all of a sudden and it was like it wasn't just you. It was like you and Isabel. And Eddie. And it was like all at once I found out and I was like, whoa. Like, so I think it was a little bit like, you know, hard for me in the beginning because I was just like all of a sudden all three of you did. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, whoa, what just happened? Like, I felt like, you know. Like you had done something wrong? uh, Well, not that I'd done something wrong, but where have I been that I didn't know that this was, that you guys were smoking. And you know what I mean? And I felt like, man, did I, you know, not, I wasn't there. Mm Mm-hmm enough to know that that's what was going on not that i wasn't there for you guys or that i had done something wrong or anything like that but like i was like man i didn't even know that all three of you guys were smoking like and so that was a little hard for me in the sense of i'm your mom and i probably should have known that yeah and i didn't you know what i mean so we're we're badass kids anyways (laughs) no not badass kids (laughs) not at all i would never say that you guys you know i'm very proud of all you guys Well, apparently now, I mean, I find out all kinds, you know, it's funny because you find out all kinds of things when you get, oh, wait, what, Miranda was doing what? She was sneaking out the house? I did not know this. Oh, you know. And now I'm like, yeah, I totally was. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're at, what, eating breakfast. Oh, yeah, Miranda jumped, you know, would tell me to come open the door or something. What? What? What do you mean? (laughs) Did not know this. But it's like the door was unlocked. They're all adults by the time I found this. (laughs) (laughs) She can't do anything now. I was like, oh, my gosh. But the worst she can do. Yeah, I was withhold my Christmas present, but you're an adult. Never, I wouldn't. But you know, it was. I think it was hard because I felt like I didn't want it to be a situation of that like held you back from mm-hmm. being successful in life. And mm-hmm. you know, when I found out, it was several years ago, and it wasn't as widely as accepted as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There wasn't like dispensaries on the corner like there are now. So it's like times have changed, mm-hmm. and I think that people are more accepting and I think as I got to learn that you know some people that I knew that I didn't know that they smoked as I started to learn I'm like oh that like you know that person smokes oh okay you know what I mean and understanding that just because you smoke doesn't mean you're not going to be successful you know what I mean or Mm -hmm. unsuccessful um and I think that whole stigma of well you're not going to do anything with your life Mm -hmm. obviously you know as a parent you just want the best for your kids and you want your kids to be successful and do um, things that are going to make them have, you know, be able to live their lives in a way that they want to, you yeah. know what I mean? Being successful. Mm-hmm. But what, what that means to each person is very different. Too, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just want to know that, you know, I worked, I, you know, worked hard to make sure you guys, you know, had things and, you know, were able to do things in life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so. And you wanted more for us. Yeah, of what, course. Yeah, what you had. So you wanted yeah. us to, you know, not get in our own way of having a good life by smoking weed. Right, because at the time, you know, or back in, you know, when I was younger, you know what I mean? And, and you know, it would stop you from getting a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it would definitely, could definitely cause you to lose your job. And yeah. so it's, I think that's probably why 
for myself, although I've been at my company for the last, I don't know how many years. Almost seven, 20 years. Yeah, I, I've not I've not had to worry about, oh, you know, are they gonna, you know, random drug test me? I mean, I guess they could have, but mm-hmm. they haven't, but I don't anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, once in a lifetime, <laughs> you know what I mean? Once every like full moon in yeah, 20 years. <laughs> something like that. I don't even know what got into me that night. I was like, oh. Why not? Because it was fun. It. I mean, it was a it was a cholo party, so why not? Yeah. Why not lean like a cholo for the night? Yeah, but then I was <laughs> definitely not. Like I just reminded myself of why I don't. So yeah, this weekend Vegas. You were uh, tilting, not leaning. Oh yeah, something like that. I just don't handle it very well. Yeah. Especially because I do drink. So I think mm-hmm. I think maybe if you know I think maybe if I didn't hadn't been drinking maybe it would have been a different experience but mm-hmm. both times that I've done that yeah that have been recent I've also been I was already drinking and that's probably why I did do it yeah you know what I mean because your inhibitions are a little bit lower because if I wasn't drinking I definitely would you not wouldn't have, have been I like, wouldn't have been I wouldn't no. have been like I would have no I would have been a total like like damn no get away from me like no I'm good <laughs> definitely not eating your cherries what are you talking <laughs> right. about right. Cherries with me? so it was you know what you live and learn it's fun yeah. experience I don't you know, I don't think it's something I want to do on a day to, you know, daily basis, but I de- certainly don't feel like it's an issue to do. Like, mm-hmm. in the future, who knows, maybe. And maybe it's about the kind that is out there. I know that yeah. there are different brands or different um, strains make you feel differently, and maybe I just haven't <laughs> found the right product either because it's, it's yeah, yeah uh, there's a uh, brand from Giving Tree. It's called Revelry. It's for, um, it's specifically made for menopause, but anybody can use it because it's like two and a half milligrams of THC, two and a half CBD, two and a half CBN. It's a really nice ratio pill. Uh, and because it's so low, you don't get super high, but you really notice the relief from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBN is one of the receptors uh, that helps trigger or helps trigger the sleep receptor. It's the can- cannabinoid that helps trigger the sleep receptor. Okay. So yeah. it's really, really nice, especially like if you have like a hot flash and you're having issues sleeping. So it's something Okay, like wait, that. I'm not that old child. I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just, I'm just saying, you never know what products out there. Like they have that and like, yeah. shit, I'm like, dude, I need to start taking that. It's not like I'm experiencing menopause or uh, heat flashes, no, but, it's, but like it's cool. that type of product, you know what I mean, to have at the, you know, just reach is, is really, really cool because it's something that would help anybody and it'd just be like low dose. So it's, it's really cool. She really thinks I'm going through menopause, y'all. She getting old. <laughs> but I still look young. She getting old. No. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But it, yeah, no. Um, they like uh, vaping even came out with these cool new drinks. They're like medicated Kool-Aids and it's okay. 100 milligrams in the entire bottle. And it's 10 milligrams per sip. So you can really customize the high to you. And then we also came out with a medicated seltzer. It's two and a half milligrams of THC and two and a half milligrams of CBD. So it's a low dose one to one. So it's very comparable to a glass of Moscato. So it's like a little can this big. It's like a freaking THC white claw. But you can have as many as you want without being like, just be like, oh, I feel nice. I like white claw. I like white claws too. That's why I'll, I'll get you some. Maybe you'll like those. Maybe maybe we might find the product for you. We'll see. Not the revelry capsules, obviously. <laughs> She's be like, what are you trying to say? I'm going to put those in your stocking oh, for gosh. Christmas. <gasps> I think I know I'm going to get you for Christmas now. God. And then the bonus kids might steal them, though. So you got to have it real good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the heck? You <Should> bonus kids? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do bonus kids. But what? 
gosh. Okay, so. Well, anyways, there was no, like, I didn't smoke over the weekend in Vegas, but the kids, I think, had some edibles and everybody, yeah, everybody was getting lit off of that, so. I want to I want to go to the dispensaries in Vegas. I really haven't done that yet. And I heard um, there's a big one called Planet 13 or something like that. Um, and it's like one of the biggest dispensaries in the country or something like that. It's like a couple stories and everything like that. And there's a girl on Instagram that I follow. Her name's Angela Mazzanti. She's a big like cannabis tattoo artist model. Oh, okay. She got married at one of the dispensaries in Vegas too. It was oh, that's very pretty. Cool. I'm like, I want to do that. I'm going to have a weed wedding. Have a weed wedding. I'll be there. You smoke a bowl with me? Uh, <laughs> it's my it's my wedding. I can do a puff. All right. That's all I need to hear is a puff. And Danny's like, yeah. It'll be like it, it'll be like a toast, right? <laughs> and that's, yeah. 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 And after that, after you already had the initial hit, you're going to feel good. So you're going to be like, you know what? Let me have another one. Bring See, it back. Bring it back. I'm back in rotation. The pressure, the pressure, child. I'm a pusher, Katie. Yeah, you push are. people. Push people to do drugs. Just kidding. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I do not. She doesn't. I don't. I just push people to medicate with cannabis because it's natural and it feels great. And it's it's really good for you, honestly. Like we have the endocannabinoid system for a reason. The body is meant to use cannabis holistically and freaking recreationally shoot it's again it's for me i like to drink but i would prefer to use cannabis more because i know i do less damage to myself when i use cannabis than alcohol but it's probably a very good point alcohol is fun okay so you weren't too happy about me smoking cannabis when you found out but what made you kind of other than like times changing itself you know with businesses becoming dispensaries and everything like that what what kind of was the thing for you to accept it for like me and isbel and eddie you're still my children (laughs) i love you guys no matter what you know what i mean and if that helps you really when i mean but you could have been that you could have been that parent who was like yeah no like because i i have friends who made their kids do drug tests at home and like went through their drawers and searched their you, stuff and threw their yeah. stuff away. Like you guys were already adults though. I mean, I was still. I mean, started smoking when I was like seventeen and a half, about eighteen. Yeah, but you weren't living like by the time I found out, you weren't. Oh yeah, I really, you weren't I living, living with, with me. you. Yeah, you were already like you had already moved out. You were already living on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't find out until about Belle. She was already over 18 by the time I found out because she was living with your dad. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know. And that's exactly that's around the exact same time I found out about Eddie. I actually did find out about you earlier mm-hmm. than them two. It was earlier. But it just seemed like it happened like overnight, like all of a sudden it happened. All three of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I did, I think, for you. But I also knew, too, like stuff that you've dealt with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, from a from a behavioral health aspect mm-hmm. or even a mental health aspect. I don't know how you want to phrase it. But either way, yeah. you know, either way, you know what I mean? I know that you, you prefer to not have to be on heavy medications. Yeah. And I actually understood that. And for me, I was like, if this is what is going to help you mm-hmm. – feel better, be able to live a happy life, Mm -hmm. go out and be a productive um, citizen, be a good person, you know what I mean? Then if that's what's going to help you, Mm -hmm. then, you know, I I think that that's initially how it started out. For me, it was, okay, is is she going to feel better? Is it going to help her? Do I want her on antidepressants? I don't want you on medications like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For some people, yes, it's great. But if you choose to, as a person, not want to have to be on that kind of a um, heavy medication, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like you shouldn't 
have to be. I feel like there should be better alternatives. You yeah. know what I mean? I would hope there are better alternatives out there. You know, I know that um, smoking is one. I know acupuncture is another. I know mm-hmm. that there's lots of different ways to help with pain management yeah. or even, you know, issues with depression without having to go on to, you know, a heavy medication. For your sister, I think for her, I looked at it and it was a way for her arthritis. She suffers from, you know, massive body pain. And again, the medications that they give, steroids, you know what I mean? They're not necessarily good for your body. You know, um, she was so unhappy. She was very depressed. And I feel like, you know, smoking helps her body to relax. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it was kind of one of those situations where, you know, I wanted her to have some relief. I wanted yeah. her to not be in so much body pain. You know what I mean? And um, so it was easier for me, I think, once I was like, okay, you know, I can accept this. You know what I mean? And I think that that got easier. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be that person that also is like, well, I've done it, but you can't because I'm your parent. Yeah. That's, I don't feel like that's appropriate either because I feel like a lot of parents who have done it and then want to turn around and be like that, that's not fair either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be. hypocritical. It is. And I don't, and I don't want to be that person. And I think as times change, and I think really with you, what you taught me Mm -hmm. is you went to work every day. You were still doing everything you needed to do. You didn't come to me for anything. Not that I wouldn't be there for you, but Mm -hmm. you were self-sufficient. Yeah. And then I knew, okay, she's going to be okay. I don't have to worry that because she smokes weed, even for the recreational stuff, mm-hmm. that you're not going to be able to do positive things in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that that's kind of where my I started to change the way I, I thought about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a sense of recreational everyday use. Yeah. Because even though I have smoked one, you know, here or there in the past, I was never a recreational user. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Growing up, I don't think you guys probably never saw me smoke anything. No, never. You know, no, I, I didn't even, you didn't even really want to drink. I didn't when you like, guys were younger. No, because I just felt like they needed to, if something happened. Yeah. I needed to be sober. She for was it. always the responsible yeah. parent. She was always <laughs> the one who was like, I got to make sure my kids are okay and they're safe. But, you know, but there are things. I appreciate it. You know, yeah. but there were times that I drank and, you know, we would go out and, and do things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I didn't not drink. No. You know what I mean? But so, not like not around us. Like you were always like straight around us. I think when we had family parties, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. I really didn't. But when I was, when we didn't have you mm-hmm. and I went out, yeah, I drank. My oh, friends. no, y'all have fun. I've seen some pictures. <laughs> right. I've seen pictures. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But I tried not to in front of you. My dad really didn't do any of that. My dad didn't drink in front of us. Mm-hmm. So I think I always kind of looked at my dad and tried to follow my dad's. You know, he would go out. Yes, he would go out and have his drinks with his friends and, and do his have his social life. But my dad never really drank around us either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just tried to be, you know, you know, if you're going to be with us when we're having a family party, then mm-hmm. one of us has to be sober. Yeah, <laughs> at least. Yeah. yeah. But now we never know when we go to Ponchos if we're going to see Tata at the bar or not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he owes That's us, my favorite thing. He owes us dinner, though, as soon as Ponchos opens. Oh, he does. I remember that. He said he he's like, oh, I owe you and Miranda dinner. So I'm like, oh, hey. we're waiting. <laughs> yes. When does it open, sir? Uh, yes, John Diaz, sir, I'm waiting. I am waiting, and I'm going to get a cheeseburger, and I don't care, because they have good burgers at Bunchels. <laughs> Who goes to a Mexican restaurant and gets a burger? Me. You used to do the, the hot dog and the tortilla, too. The tortilla dog was good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I liked it, and still to this day, I'm a little reminiscent of it. Like, it was good. Yeah. I, I don't 
I was not ordering that for myself or I started ordering it for myself. But at a certain at one point in time, y'all had to order it for me. And then I, that's why I, I kept eating it. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I mean, I don't think when you guys were going younger, you were making the decision on you wanted a taco, no. rice, and beans. Yeah, I'm no. pretty sure we were getting you chicken nuggets or the, the rolled t- tortilla dog or a hamburger. Yeah. yeah. I love ponchos. I miss it. I want a quesadilla, open face, <laughs> with some green chili. Yeah. No. And a side of french fries. They're pretty good. They're good, man. So. I miss them. And they're chimichangas. Yeah, they are. Enchilada style. But um, we digress. We, we we digress because we're <laughs> probably very hungry. With, okay, this is going to be a little bit of a tough question, or at least I feel like it might be. So with my brother's history, mm-hmm. um, because my brother did have uh, an issue with opioids at one point in time, mm-hmm. Um how do you feel about him medicating with cannabis or using cannabis? Like, no giving with his history. Like, does it make you a little fearful? Mm, honestly, it doesn't. I mean, at first, I think I was a little fearful because I was like, man, you know, it, he started smoking. And yeah. then he moved into something that was potentially, you know, life ending. And mm-hmm. I think that that was really hard. And I remember thinking to myself, during the times that we were going through everything we were going through, man, I just wish she smoked weed. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I think I said no, it like a million times. Like I was like, man, I just wish he just did that. And because at least I knew that he was gonna be okay. The fear of, of what he went through and not knowing if I was gonna get a call and it was gonna be that call. And we're lucky that he's on the other side of it and he has done a lot and improved a lot in his own life. I'm so proud of him. But you know, now it's like, um, you know, I don't think I don't think he would go back to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, he's going to smoke. And I think that, I'm, you know, as a parent, you can only do so much to try to guide yeah. and, and, and be there and listen. And I mean, just I feel like kids just need parents to not be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't even be honest with your parents, like, who can you be honest with? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, your family should always be there to support you. I didn't support the opioids, obviously. No. And there was a lot yeah. of tough love from from all sides of the family, from your dad, from myself, from, you know, plenty of family members. But, you know, it doesn't, I don't, I'm not worried that he's going to fall back into that because I feel like he's made so much more progress. And again, I'd rather him be doing that Mm -hmm. to help him with the stuff he deals with. Yeah. Versus, you know, falling into the pills because that was just an ugly time for him in his life. Yeah. He's he's so much, he's such in a better place. And I feel like he's... so like much more strong mentally yeah, like he is just oh my god to see where he's at now it, it's awesome yeah like it makes me want to cry I, i'm really really proud of him and it like it makes me happy too because like at first like for me being a cannabis user i felt a little judgmental myself because i'm like come on dude like maybe this just isn't for you like maybe you just can't have these things like drinking smoking weed you know psychedelics maybe you just can't handle that yeah. and i had to take a step back myself and kind of be like well no like how many patients have i seen in the dispensary and be like I'm using cannabis or I'm transferring over to cannabis because I don't want to use all the pills that pain management is putting on. That's exactly what my brother was going through. He doesn't, he was using those pills to help him with his mental health. You know, his mental stability wasn't right there. It wasn't straight. And I I would rather him cope with weed than pills at the end of the day. 
And my roommate, Bessie, you know what I mean? She had her own issues with heroin and she smokes cannabis every day and that helps her. And she kind of had to check me myself and and tell me, look, dude, like I, I understand where he's coming from, okay? Like with the withdrawals and sometimes the cravings and the stress, you know what I mean? It's easy to go find somebody and get what I need. You know what I mean? It, I could do that anytime I want, but I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to live my life that way anymore. I'd rather smoke weed and say this is enough and be happy and healthy and safe in my home than be out on the streets. Yeah. And I had I had to really take that into account and not be as judgmental when it comes to Eddie smoking weed because it's natural. It's It's a plant and he goes through a lot mentally and it helps. Like I understand where he's coming from with that and I'm just glad that he's back and I'm glad that you're supportive of it too because you know as a parent you could be like yeah no like I'm not dealing with that if you're dealing with that I'm not dealing with you like so many people have gotten written off by their family and pushed out of their family because cannabis they think that's how they medicate that's how they go through life and it's just cool that your understanding of it and you see the side of it like you can literally be like one of my uncles who doesn't like to talk about my job because I I work with cannabis. I don't support it. Can he won't even take my business card? It's like I understand mm. you don't necessarily stand for it, but at the end of the day, like this is my passion. This is something that I really care about, and I love doing it. I I love selling cannabis. I love educating about cannabis. This is fun, and it makes me happy, and it helps me. And he's like, well, that's you. It won't take my business card, so. You, we could be on the other side, <clears throat> other side of it, and I'm just really appreciative that we're not. Oh yeah, I mean, again, you know, as parents, we should always try to be supportive. You're not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, I was really happy. I was like, oh, she works for the dispensary. I've never been. I have actually never been embarrassed about that. I've always, when people ask what my kids do, you know, I, oh, my daughter works for a dispensary, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's normally what I get. I don't get the oh my God, you're like a horrible parent because you're like, no. Yeah. I actually get a lot more people saying, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, she, that's her passion. She enjoys it. And, and, you know, she's able to work and do something that makes her happy, which is important. Like yeah. for me, I very love my job. And so I've been able to stay there for a really long time because I'm passionate about that. Yeah. And so I feel like when you find something that you're passionate about, like you have to continue on with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... It, you know, if not, your day to day is just going to be like the worst. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're just going to hate life if you're not doing something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all have to go to work. We all have to make a living. And sometimes you don't get to choose to to do what you love. So when yeah. you can choose to do what you love, that's really cool. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like as parents, you should always be supportive of your kids. You know what I mean? And like you guys are all adults. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I to judge you and say what is right and wrong for your lives? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all we all have to find our own paths. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm, you know, really happy you found yours. Yeah. And I'm happy that you and your siblings have something that, you know, helps you. I always sometimes I always feel a little outside, though, the mm-hmm. box, because I'm like, I'm the one that doesn't yeah. necessarily. <laughs> and then you guys do. And I'm like, man, I'm always odd man out. Yep, always. We're a family of stoners, all three, all four of us. Me, Dad, Belle, Papa, and Halika, not so much. No. 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 Every now and again, she'll be like, I'm like, all right. That girl. Every now and then, I'll let her have one shot with me. Matt, she's 
when she has her two beers and Halika will go crazy. <laughs> My sister and Halika's. We'll bring her on one day. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll do um, a full sign language episode. That'll yeah. be really, really cool. Because my be sister neat. is um, 100% hearing impaired. So she, uh, to communicate, is completely sign language. So that'd be really, really cool to do. Um, that, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> getting Angelica medicated. <laughs> my mom will kick my ass. She doesn't need, she doesn't need any of it. She's, she's an adult, too. She's she 25. Is. Yes. She's 25 she years old. She just turned 25, yes. Yeah, she's 25 years old. Oh, um, man, to see her blazed, that would be funny. I don't think she would like it. I don't think she would like it. But you can, do that. you can do that on your own time. <laughs> Pick her up. Keep her for the weekend. <laughs> She'll come back and be like, I don't want to go over there no more. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. No. But. but that makes me happy, again, like, just to be on the other side of it. Because I feel like when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, <laughs> I was an arc. I was super against weed. And then out of nowhere. How like is me? Yeah. Yeah. No, literally. Yeah. I got that because I'm like, I'm your kid. You know what I mean? Like, I take your side. Um, and I just was like super against it. I remember throwing away dad's blunts and stuff like that. Like his um, swishers. He got so pissed off at me. And I was super hypocritical because I'd be like, well, Nana smokes it because it cures her body. But dad doesn't have a reason to do it. And I never really thought about like the stress that he might have been going through at the time or what he was dealing with mentally or has gone through mentally. And maybe that's why he smokes. And I never really took the time to ask him why. I just made assumptions. So then dealing with mental health myself and then car accidents that Mm -hmm. messed my back up, like relying on weed like that I was like oh man like maybe it wasn't that bad maybe it wasn't that big of a deal maybe I was kind of being a jerk about it but it, it, it wasn't until I had my own experience that I was fully able to kind of just this isn't bad yeah and now it's my passion <laughs> I think everybody's perspective is different too you know yeah. what I mean like my perspective back then obviously is very different than my perspective now yeah I think it just shows that you know you can change the way you think or mm-hmm. you can look at it in a different way and maybe instead of it being a negative way to look at it as a parent maybe there could be you could learn to look at more of the positives yeah you know what I mean because not everything like for every action there is going to be a negative but there's mm-hmm. also a positive you know and you know for me I'm always I feel like I've always been the type of person though I do try to look for the positive in things more times than not because you know negativity just sucks the life out of you yeah you know what I mean but again long time ago and my perceptions were very different yeah you know a long time ago too yeah so, so what would you say to a parent now who has a 16 year old and they find a vape <laughs> or I mean I feel like room? I feel like they still need to sit down and have a conversation with them because I feel like, you know, as a parent, mm-hmm. if you're under 18, mm-hmm. that definitely has to be a conversation between a parent and, and their teenager. They're not an adult. They don't understand. And I and I still real strong, really strongly feel that way. You don't understand life at 16, you know, what life is ahead of you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, you would always want to have that communication with them. I would say as a parent, instead of like overreacting, maybe have a conversation, maybe talk to them, maybe ask them why they're smoking, what do they get out of it? Is there a reason why? You know what I mean? It, it could just simply be, I just like to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And But it means still as a parent, you need to have that conversation with them. And don't, yeah. I feel like don't shut them down. Don't get mad at them. Try to understand 
where they're coming from because that should be the last thing that should divide a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, every situation is different and mm -hmm. I would never want to judge a parent for feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. But I would think that we would all as parents want to try to understand why our kids are turning to that mm -hmm. to see, you know, if there's other ways you can also help them because you never know that could be them having um, depression and you don't even know about it. And while that can help them with their depression, maybe they need to speak with somebody to help get some of the emotions yeah. that they have out as well. Because, you know, you don't always just want to mask it. You no. know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's a mask, but I'm just saying like, you know, there could be multiple other tools. There's other tools that could potentially help as well. I'm not mm -hmm. saying they have to not smoke. You know what I mean? I'm just saying if you smoke, maybe there are other opportunities to help them too. Yeah. To kind of get through the emotions or, or whatever they're dealing with. And again, sometimes recreational, sometimes people just like to get high. And, yeah. you know, again, we shouldn't probably judge, although under 18, you know what I mean? Again, you're not an adult. And so I feel like, you know, we do I have agree. to, we do have to try to lead our kids in a way, you know what I mean, that's going to be constructive to them. But, yeah. you know, you can say that about drinking. You can say that about plenty of other yeah. things, too. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't limit that to just if they're 16 smoking weed. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, if they're 16 and drinking, you need to have some conversations with yeah. them. If they're 16 and doing pain pills that you don't know about, you need to have some conversations. So I mm -hmm. think open dialogue is the best because when you want to just shut it down or you just want to, like, sweep it under the rug or you want to get mad and shut them out. That's not necessarily going to help them. That's not going to change what they're doing. They're just going to do it behind your back. Yeah. And I would much rather have it in my face to have that communication yeah. than have it behind my back. Oh, yeah. You know, I, that's at least that's just how I feel as a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though you guys are all adults, if I had a young, a younger or a teenager that was doing that, I would want to know mm -hmm. so that we can talk about it. Yeah. And figure out why they need to use it at, at this age. Because even for myself, I'm like, I know why I use it. But if I had a kid who's 16 and they're using it, I'm like, okay, hold on. You're depressed. Hold on. Let's rewind real quick and figure out why we're depressed. And let's get to the yeah. root cause of that first. And let's try other things first. And then go into cannabis. Because I understand why I use it with my depression. And it helps me think clearly. But I necessarily didn't always have somebody coming in and checking on me and showing me the proper tools to deal with my depression so for me like i mm -hmm. i rely on cannabis because it helps my thinking process but you know for a 16 year old it's like you know we still have time to develop those techniques and really learn how to deal with our depression yeah. before we get into cannabis and then like if you're in physical pain cbd cbd and then you know work your way into it because you don't necessarily have to jump into THC right away. Okay. But once you turn 18, by all means, spark it up. <laughs> well, actually 21, because you need to be 21 to go to a dispensary and buy anyways. So you might as well wait until you're 21. Take that with what you will. <laughs> yeah. Danny's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know you had to be 21. It's just like alcohol. So, so uh, in Arizona, it's, as long as you're 21 and above, you have a valid ID, you can go to a dispensary and you can purchase. You can purchase up to an ounce of flour and then up to five grams of concentrate. And then edibles, it has to be 100 milligrams or 10 milligrams per piece. So there's some rules, but yeah, you, you can go into a dispensary right now and pick up a sucker, pick up a gummy, get a joint, whatever you want. 
No, I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know it was 21. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here talking like 18 because I know you can buy cigarettes if you're eight over 18. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was like that. I didn't know it was the same for um, for purchasing marijuana. Mm-mm. So that's I learned something new today. Yep. Did not know that. It's one to one. Yep. This I think they time. raised the cigarettes to 21 as well. Did they raise cigarettes I, to 21? I think, I think in Arizona they did. Don't quote me on that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they raised it to 21. good. I'm sorry, but they should just get rid of cigarettes anyway. Yeah. No, I literally, I saw somebody. Literally, I, I felt so old the other day because I'm like, this kid in a big old truck, and he literally looks like he's 13, and he's driving, he's smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, excuse me, don't you need to be in sixth grade somewhere? <laughs> I was so upset, and it's just like a car full of kids, and I'm like, get out of the way. <laughs> I just, he looked very young and he looked very young to be smoking a cigarette and driving a big truck. So I was just like, child, move. And I'm just like, why is he smoking? He's he's so little. Why? No cigarettes, guys. No cigarettes. Teach their own. But no, just don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> That's our stance on cigarettes. Well, yes, yeah. mine definitely. Yeah. I would not be accepting. No. Thank you so much for being on the show with me, mom. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. A lot less scarier than I thought. <laughs> She's really nervous, guys. She was really, yeah. really nervous. But I think she did amazing. Let us know down in the comments what you think of my momsies. And shout out again to The Mint for sponsoring this episode. Go check out their Medicated Cafe. And don't forget, you can find us on multiple platforms. We'll like and share this video on Facebook. And we will see you guys next time. See you later, guys.